Welcome to the Root Cause Revolution podcast with functional and integrative nurse nutritionist and energy medicine practitioner, Audrey Christie. Hey friends, welcome to episode 206. This is one of our Friday Ask Audrey episodes. And today's question was submitted by Evelyn. Evelyn wants to know, why do I sabotage things which would help my health, right? So that's a really interesting question. And there's lots of different reasons that that could be happening. Um, A lot of people self-sabotage without even fully recognizing that they self-sabotage. So that could be, um, if you're listening, something you're you're suffering from, or if you're like Evelyn, you are self-sabotaging and you know you self-sabotage, right? So whether you refer to it as like self-defeating behavior, or if you get that energy of I'm standing in my own way, um, self-sabotage can really interfere with your best laid plans, your goals, your targets, your healing protocols, right? Um, And so there's lots of reasons, lots and lots of reasons why we do it, right? So let's talk about some of them. Number one, self-worth. So oftentimes people feel undeserving of success or happiness for whatever reason. And this could be subconsciously, right? And it's kind of ironic that some of the most driven people, they strive to work hard and aim high, but it becomes, or it, it comes from, excuse me, a inner lack of adequacy, a feeling or a self-imposed sense of inadequacy, right? It's kind of a funny predicament, right? Our humans like to be consistent, right? And so our actions tend to be in sync with our beliefs and values. Even if they aren't the beliefs and values that you speak, that you portray to the world, your actions are in line with your beliefs and values. And so when they aren't, we make a subconscious effort to line them up again, right? So if you are um, working really hard and that comes from a sense of inadequacy and then you have some success, we start to rack up victories and accomplishments, but you still see yourself at some level as flawed, incapable, deficient, right? We pull the plug there to realign ourselves with those values. And that's why it's often important for someone along a healing journey, for example, or a weight loss journey, it's probably easier thought of in a weight loss journey, right? You lose a whole bunch of weight, and then you slowly start to pack it back on. And it's not that you don't know how to eat in a way that keeps your inflammation low and keeps your weight off. It's that you haven't worked on the mental and energetic aspect of that new human suit that you're wearing, right? That new energy of not having negative thoughts about yourself, right? So um, it's kind of a, it feels bad to fail, but it feels even worse to succeed. But often that feeling worse succeeding is a more subconscious level type feeling, Another reason why people self-sabotage is control, right? For a lot of people, it feels better to control your failure than face the possibility of 
failure taking you by surprise, right? Self-sabotage may not be pretty, but for many people who feel safe in their bubble of control, it's better than spinning out of control, right? Because if you're at least steering the ship, whether you're steering it down or let's say flying the plane, whether you're flying it into the ground or soaring into the sky, right? You feel better going in the direction that you choose rather than that constant stress of not being able to control what happens next. The third reason is that you um, is imposter syndrome, right? Uh, Imposter syndrome, you get promoted to a new position, you achieve the next level in your business. If you're self-employed, you achieve the next level in your healing, your your health, your well-being, um, your fitness level. I may have said fitness twice. Um, but you feel like you don't belong there, right? You feel like you're a fake. And then the last reason we'll talk about is just sheer boredom, right? <laughs> sheer boredom. Once in a while, people self-sabotage just to push buttons, right? It could be picking a fight. Um, It could be because inciting drama gives you a rush. That's an example of that. But sabotaging ourselves can create a really familiar and almost comforting feeling of instability and chaos, right? And so it gives you then the dopamine hit of coming all the way back to the top only to do it again. It's kind of a vicious cycle. Now, why do we do all of these things to self-sabotage? Why are all these methods? Why are all these reasons? What's the root of the reasons that I just gave you? Most often, the root of the self-sabotage beyond below the reasons that I gave you is unresolved trauma, unresolved trauma. And oftentimes when I talk about unresolved trauma, people start to say things like, oh, I had a great childhood. Oh my gosh. You know, like my life has been amazing. Even if you had a great childhood, you didn't suffer from any major traumatic incidents, death, abuse, injury, that sort of thing. There is something in your childhood or your life up until now that you may not be consciously registering as trauma, but it was trauma. Okay. And that is so very common. Everyone has some sort of trauma in their past. And oftentimes, those of us that are most resilient, and are most nothing bad's ever happened to me, nothing I can't handle anyways, those sort of things. Those are the people who have this self sabotaging trend, the self-sabotaging pattern most often. Now, Evelyn, you asked why we do this, but I also want to tell you what you can do about it. Now, Monday's Energy Medicine Monday episode is going to feature an episode, feature an exercise about doing some forgiveness work that will help with self-sabotage. It helps with a lot of things, but it does help with self-sabotage as well. And that's going to be a forgiveness exercise. So make sure you tune in Monday for that episode. But you can do forgiveness work. You can do inner child work. You can do emotional release work. So maybe you do um, EFT tapping, and we'll go over some of that too in some future episodes. All of these things 
And there are so many other things, depending on what kind of trauma it was. Um, There are energetic practices. There are therapeutic practices where you're actually talking to a therapist. Uh, There are self-discovery practices that you can do to discover and heal this trauma. And thusly, greatly reduce or remove your self-sabotaging tendencies. All of that being said, this is questions like this, patterns like this. These are the reasons that working with a practitioner that is integrative, that works on more than just the physical is so critical to your healing journey, especially for chronic illnesses, especially because there is so much tied up in those chronic illnesses. And part of that is this self-sabotage cycle that we're talking about. All right. So if you have a question for Ask Audrey, you can head over to audreychristie.com forward slash question. Drop that question in. People also (laughs) always send them on social and different places. So feel free to send them there as well. And I will get your question in the lineup. Um, We're a couple weeks behind. Uh, You know, in other words, it'll take a few weeks for your question to get answered on the air. Generally, I also try to send you a question, send you at least um, part of the answer or or some of the answer to in response to your question, uh, depending on the way, like where you have asked it, if it's a place that I can reply. Um, And I want you to remember, friends, as you go into the weekend, be gentle with you. Know that self-sabotage is something that you can heal, uh, but it's not necessarily something – It's guilt and shame is just going to add to the problem, right? So be gentle with yourself. As always, I am rooting for you, friends, and I will see you in Energy Medicine Monday. Thank you for listening to the Root Cause Revolution podcast. Be sure and subscribe on your favorite podcast provider. Ratings and reviews are always appreciated.